0: Hey guys, this is Trey of All Sports Best or the podcast that you're about to listen to. I appreciate the fact that you took time out of your day to listen to this podcast, whether it was for the guest who is phenomenal or it is just because you subscribe to All Sports Best. Regardless, we do appreciate when you support the channel. So if you go and do so on YouTube, on social media, it would really mean the world to us. Uh, no doubt about it, guys. Thank you so much for tuning in. Today we got a very special guest. I had the opportunity and the pleasure to have this kid on my team as a seventh grader in football I had no idea what I was doing as a football coach but just a really cool kid and a great personality you see him develop into this athlete and a back to back state champion so really really happy for Jake and his future is extremely bright but I won't keep you waiting any longer here's the interview with Jake Fuentes Hello, everybody, and welcome to All Sports Best, the podcast. I'm Trey Gonzalez, your host, and today I have a very special guest on and, and a rarity, as a matter of fact, a back-to-back state champion, Jake Fuentes, a, a state champion, Carlsbad Caveman wrestler. Jake, how are you doing, man? I'm doing good. It's a pleasure to be on. Awesome. So I'm, I'm really excited to ask and dive into some questions because it is, I don't know if you're the first, I believe you might be the first wrestler to be on the podcast, And so I'm just really wanting to see some of the things that I've never really known about the sport itself. So Jake, first things first, you walked into the studio, you take your hat off and you got blue hair. You just came back from the state tournament, not two weeks ago. Tell me what went into the decision and did the rest of your, uh, did the rest of your teammates do the same?
1: So yeah, um, the blue hair, it's just a thing that we do for state, uh, Last year I did a buzz cut, but oh. this year I went with blue hair. Um, just kind of makes it fun. I don't know. My teammates did it too, a few of them. Um, I guess they talked about it when they went on a trip to Reno, and they did it pretty soon. So some of their hair did not come out that good. Oh, okay. <laughs> and
0: what about, and this, I saw some blonde as well, right? With some bleach.
1: Yeah. Uh, that was Jesse. He was supposed to do silver, but, uh, it came out. Oh, it didn't work
0: out. <laughs> okay. I gotcha. All right. So wrestling let's, let's dive into the sport itself. It's, it's physically intensive and I actually saw you a couple of times at the gym. This was after hours. This was like at six thirty at night. I know that's gotta be when practice is over. Right. Right. And, uh, and of course you had told me that you worked out beforehand Can you kind of dive into all the work that went into training throughout the season?
1: Yeah, so it was a lot of work, um, but uh, everything kind of worked out because I got my schedule to where I got my two first classes off. Okay. So with my my two first classes off, I was able to do cardio or really hard drilling in the morning, just at least like 30 minutes. Okay. Just something hard, and then go to school. I made sure to uh stick to a good diet all day and then I would go to practice, practice in seventh hour, and then practice with the other practice I guess. Yeah. And then um Jeez. after that practice I'd come home, shower, eat dinner, and then around eight thirty at night I would go to Lonnie Hawkins' house. Okay. And we would do functional lifting, that kind of so the way the lifting worked was, we would do lifts that were, kind of imitating, like motions that you would do in wrestling. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, and it so it worked like a lot of your back muscles and getting our quads big and stuff.
0: Okay, so four. So basically, it sounds like you did four workouts because you guys do essentially two practices, seventh hour and then the additional practice afterwards, right?
1: Yeah, basically, but I kind of just count seventh hour and practice as one.
0: Okay, so did you, like, f- so the one time that you worked out solo is in the mornings, and then you had coaches supporting you, and then you had a, a basically a personal trainer working with you as well.
1: Right, Jeez. so I didn't even work out solo in the mornings. It was usually me and Matthew or me okay. and Jesse, yeah.
0: Okay, so you had, you always, so... I think one of the big things about an individual sport is also getting support from other players, right? It's
1: actually a really huge thing, believe it or not.
0: Yeah. And I said players, my bad wrestlers. (laughs) Right. All right. So the next thing about this was, I mean, what is it about wrestling altogether that draw that drew you in? I know your family's big on wrestling, but what is it that made you decide that this is something that I want to pursue myself?
1: Yeah. So, um, I was always big on football, like Mm. ever since I was little, but I was also doing wrestling too. And, um, I just team sports just weren't for me in eighth grade. I kind of realized that. And that's when I started pursuing wrestling and going hard at it.
0: Okay. So tell me about this, because like I said before, you, you have family that loves the sport, right? Uh, from your grandparents all the way down to you know, I mean, anybody in your family, it seems like, did they all kind of contribute in a similar way of saying like, this is how we want you to present yourself. This is how we want you to train and all that stuff. Or did each individual kind of contribute in a different way?
1: Um, they all contributed in a different way. Um, they never really pushed anything on me, but you know, they would give me examples of what it should be like to become a successful wrestler. And I started putting in the work on my own, mm. but yeah, they were definitely supportive of that and they knew that, so this is like life or death for me, like if I'm I'm good at a few things and wrestling's one of them, and okay. uh, if I'm doing good in wrestling, I'm getting a scholarship for college, I'm going to school for free, mm-hmm. having fun, staying fit, and um, so my parents were very supportive of that, never made me get a job or anything, so Yeah.
0: I like that. I like that. So
1: you, you really
0: did decide on your own. And I mean, a big part of being successful in wrestling has to be mentality, right? I mean, you're pushing your body to its limits in a lot of different aspects. So with that being said, what, what kind of mental uh, preparation did you use? And I have to know, because I know that wrestlers look at each other there, you know, that maybe there's some beef. I don't know. Was there any beef
1: involved in any tournament or any meet um we have a huge rivalry with volcano vista mm. from two years ago we kind of got into it the, with them and yeah I almost fought one of their guys nice. <laughs> uh, but um
0: yeah so as far as mental preparation goes what what did you do to get ready for trainings and and, and meets and everything
1: yeah so the mentality going into training is I want to tire myself out As much as I possibly can, like Muhammad Ali says now, like, work hard now, so when you go out there, it'll be easier. Okay. Um, That's kind of my mentality going into my training. Um, But I like to manifest and write down goals and stuff and visualize, so that's a huge thing that helps.
0: Did you do anything to, I don't know, like mentally uh, just not manipulate but intimidate other people? other uh wrestlers maybe at the state tournament you know
1: yeah so i try to in my mind it's mental warfare at that point okay especially at the state tournament everybody's worked hard everybody's Mm -hmm. been training their butts off and so what i like to do is kind of stare them down and what gives me a sense of confidence is whenever they look away
0: ah okay so you you you're like okay i'm gonna i'm gonna wait here until they're they're, they take their eyes off of me And then
1: sometimes I'll like approach them and get closer every time during warmups and stuff and just make them feel uncomfortable.
0: Wow. I like that. That's cool. I mean, some insight that I I was hoping to get. So thank you for that. (laughs) Um, all right. So can you walk us through your state tournament experience from this, from this year?
1: Yeah, it was, it was bittersweet. Um, definitely a lot more satisfying than last year. Uh, I had a really fun time. Um, I kind of dominated. That was cool. So like when you say dominated, can you tell me
0: like from the first, uh, match to the last one, what they, what they kind of
1: look like? So, yeah, my first match was 11 seconds long. Wow. And then the quarterfinals was 52 seconds long. Okay. And then my semifinals was against a guy that I had previously beat at another tournament this year. And, um, He did a lot better. He almost took me down, but I beat him 18 to three, which was a tech fall, which is like a mercy rule in wrestling. Okay, cool. And then the finals, it was scrappy the entire match, but I was winning the whole time. And then the third period, I kind of just widened the gap and kept scoring more points and stuff. And can you,
0: for, for people that are non wrestlers, how do you get points?
1: I'm sure there's
0: a lot of different ways, but maybe just highlight a few.
1: Yeah, so like a takedown, whenever you get behind someone, that's two points. Um, Whenever you get out from bottom, that's an escape, that's one point. If you reverse limb on bottom, that's two points. And then if you put them on their back for two to four seconds, it's considered near fall or back points, and that'll be two points. And then if you put them on their back for five seconds, that's three points so they call it three near fall and um yeah how many seconds does it take to pin somebody um three seconds on their back and then once both shoulder blades touch the oh. mat it's a pin
0: okay so the ones you're talking about as far as seconds go on their back it's just maybe one shoulder still up yeah okay yeah. okay cool cool no thank you for that insight i, I appreciate it all right so now i gotta know because you have like we talked about back-to-back champions J- championships I mean
1: um which one meant more to you and why um definitely this one cuz last year I kind of left the state tournament with the sour taste in my mouth this one was satisfying for sure
0: why did you why was that
1: because last year uh I had an interview with Matt Asher rest in peace but um he was asking how I was going to do and stuff and I was like I'm going to dominate yeah but I did not dominate I had oh. two very very close matches um my semis match i got a takedown in the last second to win the match and make the finals Mm -hmm. because i was down five to four wow yeah so that was tough and then my finals match um i got the first takedown and then he started dominating and it was seven to two going in the second period so i was getting i was getting whooped but i um Dug deep and got the win. I won dang. nine eight,
0: yeah, dang, that's crazy, so you kind of like swept it back out, right? yeah, lots dang. of
1: adversity, mm-hmm. but it was good, I think it definitely helped me to have a dominant uh state tournament this year,
0: sure, sure, and last year, not as many fans or no fans
1: last year, not as many fans. At all,
0: and so this year you got to really hear it from from Carlsbad, your family. Yeah, we everybody. we
1: had a really great section. Shout out to everyone who went. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, and and I noticed, and you actually posted this on your social media. Instagram is where I saw it. Uh, that you got to celebrate with your dad, who is an assistant coach on the team, right? Right. So I mean, we'll, we'll just walk us through kind of what you decided to when you decided to jump into his arms
1: yeah it was just a beautiful moment um emotions were high um i'm just grateful for everything he's done for me sure uh, with this sport and in my life so uh just that moment just meant a lot to me and i thought it would look cool for social media yeah no doubt
0: (laughs) hey you guys got your camera rolling all right i'm gonna do this um all right so i understand that you dealt with an injury this season is that correct yes sir okay so can you tell me what it was and how did you work past it
1: i had an i had a high ankle sprain and um yeah it was tough i missed most of my season because of it but um uh shout out to nick at the physical therapy place i did physical therapy and that's what got me through this and i think it uh improved me even where i was before i got injured sure yeah it makes
0: you a little bit stronger, I got gotcha. you mm-hmm. um all right, so one of the things that people know about wrestling is that you've got to make weight right uh can you just tell us what is the most amount of weight you've had to lose in a short amount of time
1: so back in October for a national tournament that we we had i uh I went one eighty two and I walk around at about one ninety seven so okay I had to cut quite a few pounds but I did it smart. I was healthy. Um, I do it gradually like, um, probably three pounds a week for about a month and then I'll start cutting down for real the week of.
0: Okay. So when you said you do it right, you do it, you know, smart, you're talking about, you're not eating just nothing and drinking water and right. right? Um, you're still eating, you're still taking care of your body.
1: Yeah. So I track like the amount of protein I'm eating and all that so that I'm still healthy. And then I still drink like a gallon of water a day. Drinking a lot of water actually helps lose weight.
0: Mm, Okay. And what would, what would you say would be, you know, the way that's not so much the clean way of doing it? Just like the, the quick, maybe,
1: is it an easier way to do it another way? Mm, I don't, in my opinion, I don't think there's an easier way, but a lot of guys like to eat like small things like candy and really bad stuff and that's what hurts them
0: and that can like take out your energy and and okay i got Mm -hmm. you all right so um all right i gotta know this too what is the best feeling for a wrestler other than a victory is it like a slam is it you know like a counter what what is it and these are probably words that don't make sense right do these words make sense
1: yes okay cool 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 um (laughs) i think the best feeling is Getting into scrambles. Scrambles are fun. Okay. So that's where you're like both defending like a takedown and you just get in really funky positions and they're really fun.
0: Okay. Cool. So it's like it's an unpredictable part right. of the game. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. So you signed. This is a big, obviously a big part of your life and kind of seeing all that hard work come to fruition when you signed with Western Wyoming Community College. Right. Uh, how did you come across the college in the first place? Did they see you at a tournament? Did you speak with a coach? Did you send them tapes? Like how did that how did that come about?
1: So, um, since my brother Fabian wrestles at Iowa Western, I always keep up with like the JUCO rankings and stuff, and I had saw that they uh had uh took second at Nationals with all 10 All-Americans, so every single wrestler at each weight All-American. Wow. And that stood out to me. So I reached out to the coach and we grew like a chemistry and I went out on a visit and I really liked it there. So that's where I'm going.
0: That's, that is a rare story to hear the athlete reach out. And, uh, it just seems like a really professional thing to do. Did you do this? How'd you do it? Like email or how'd that work?
1: Yeah. So with every coach that I, uh, reached out to is through email first. I would like Tell them I think I could be an asset to your program and mm. then I would uh, list my accolades and my phone number and stuff and then then we'd go to a phone call and then be texting from there
0: how many schools did you get in contact or how many schools were interested before you decided to make this ultimate decision?
1: there were quite a few but um, I went on three visits in total I went to two visits in California so mm. one of them was Cal Baptist and their d1. I went on that visit, and, you know, I got the D1 experience and stuff, and then I went on a visit to an NAIA named Vanguard, Okay. And they were also in Southern California, and then I went to Western Wyoming, and so I had already had visiting experience, and I knew like, this is the place for me. Really?
0: Okay, cool. So, like, obviously, one of the things that you want to do moving forward is become an All-American yourself, Right. Right. But, um, what is it about going to the next level that, I mean, what are some of the goals that you have in the next level other than all American? Like, are you trying to work on another weight class? Are you trying to improve in a certain way? Like what are some of the goals that you set for yourself?
1: So, yeah, I'm definitely trying to get bigger. Um, uh, by my senior year of college, I want to be a heavyweight. Okay. And what is that? Um, 285 really yeah dang okay but i'll I'll probably be a light heavyweight so i'll probably be like 240 but mm-hmm. definitely want to be a heavyweight one day um so I'll, since i'm going to juco first i want to of course win two natty titles there for two years and then transfer to a d1 school and obviously become an ncaa um all-american or champion mm-hmm. um which i will do yeah yeah absolutely <laughs> but uh yeah, I'm just excited to meet new friends and um, just create new experiences in nice. college.
0: Yeah. I'm I'm glad you put it out here on this podcast. This podcast is going to stay out there, by the way, so you can go back and listen to it and go, Oh, yeah, I remember I said that I was going to do it, and here I am, right? Um, all right, so you said to Western Wyoming, 17 hours, right? Are you going to make that... Are you gonna make that drive back and forth to visit family? You think you're gonna be locked down over there for a while?
1: Um, <laughs> so summer's definitely, but once school starts, I don't know how that'll work out. I'll probably be able to fly over here mm-hmm. for like Thanksgiving and Christmas for a few days, but I know we have, um, I know Western Wyoming has tournaments during Christmas break and Thanksgiving break, so um, probably won't be here for too long. Sure.
0: Uh do you have any idea what your major is going to be?
1: Yeah, I want to study uh physical therapy.
0: Okay. Cool. Did that, did any influence come from the injury you had this year? Or you just had that before? Um
1: it came from injuries previously, but oh, yeah. not this year's injury. Sure. I've always known that I wanted to do it since like last year cuz I injured my shoulder last year.
0: Mhm. Okay. All right, Jake, thank you so much for being on the podcast. I appreciate you spending your time here and answering some of these questions. Um, before we go, I got to get this from you. Any advice for a young athlete that it, like, aspires to win a wrestling state championship in the future?
1: Yeah, so um, I was on JV my first two years of high school wrestling. It's just about uh, staying driven and knowing that you got to put in the work. There's always someone out there that's better than you. And that wants it more than you. So you got to always be hungry and, uh, yeah, stay faithful.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Jake, thanks again. I wish you the very best of luck. Can't wait to see you in, in uh, the D1 digs in, in All-American Awards.
1: Yes, sir. Thank you.